Welcome back to the Sports Time Show today, a new episode. Make sure to subscribe to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. I'm going to hop right into it with wait, the wait, NBA. Wait, wait, wait. I want to say a disclaimer. Yeah? This is going to be a long episode, so get your popcorn, get yeah. your soda, let's hop right into it. NBA yes, talk, let's go. Yes, sir. Marcus Gasol traded to the Raptors. What do you guys think? All right, I start off, Gabe. I love this trade for the Raptors. They've been looking to get a solid big man because you saw they've been playing Sergi Ibaka at the five. Yeah. Which Sergi Ibaka, he he's capable of playing the mm-hmm. five, but that's not his strength. You know, you already know power his strength forward. is power forward. So he, so he has a nice plug off the bench now that they'll insert Marcus Alto. I gotta say, Siakam did a very good job at at the four. I would still start really him. Well. Oh yeah, I think. And then they'll move Ibaka to the bench. Oh, yeah, I think that they need a spark off the bench. They have, like, a lot of depth since getting yeah. Mark Gasol. I mean, like, they added the depth. Off, well, they didn't add depth off the bench, but this makes so that they finally have a complete starting five. Because yeah. you think about it. Point guard, Lowry. Shooting guard, Green. Mm. Uh, of course, small forward, Kawhi. Uh, power, forward, power forward and center were, like, you don't know who's going to be playing in that position each night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now you finally have... An anchor, almost. Yeah, you... You finally have <laughs> nice one. You finally have a solidified starting five that can bring you to the playoffs. The Raptors, mark my words, are the best team in the Eastern Conference. We'll, we'll get into that later. I mean, with the Bucks, I mean we'll be getting into that later. The Bucks acquiring Miritich, it's awfully hard to s- say like which team's the best. I agree with Gabe on that though. Raptors are the best team in the East. What are your thoughts, Sean? I I really like this. the 76ers at their best. As of now. The 76ers, well, going forward, it's kind of hard. It all depends on who they sign. Wait, what are we talking about specifically right now? Well, the, East, the top of the Eastern Conference? The, the top of the Eastern okay, Conference, Okay, yeah, go ahead. So I just, I just feel like both the both the Raptors and Sixers both have, like, lots of players to re-sign in Kawhi, Marcus Gasol, if they want to. Yeah. And going forward with Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler for mm. the Sixers. All right, I want... The Bucks have the most stability going forward. I want to do this. Ready, Ryan. Mm-hmm. What are your top four teams in the Eastern Conference? Right, like, this second. Oh, right now. Oh. All right, so right now. All right, this second. All right. Bucks. Like, who are you the most confident in from one to four going into the finals? Okay. Um. Four teams, Eastern? Yes. Okay. Bucks, Raptors. Those are your first two? For... Like, you're ranking on one to four. So, Bucks is your first one, Raptors is your second one? All right, one? Raptors is number one for okay. me. Okay. Then... I gotta go with Bucks, with the Bucks. So that's number two. Okay. All right. Now, I got I got both 76ers and Celtics, but this is where it hits me. And then the Nets. <laughs> oh my god. The Nets are a very very yeah. fun team to watch. I they are. I don't watch much basketball. It was well, it's not because I don't want to watch it, it's because I don't have enough time to watch it. Mm-hmm. But like. If the Nets are on, I'm watching the Nets oh, yeah. game because they're so much fun to watch. Jared Allen down there blocking. He's blocked every superstar. <laughs> yeah. And I love then, watching D'Lo, man. He's just fun to watch. Yo, when he's cooking, he's burning. Yeah. When Dinwiddie. When, when he comes back. When Dinwiddie was. Over? Remember when he was on those five games where he was averaging like 30 points mm-hmm. per game? That was like very fun for me to watch. And they have a chance at the second round as after them, there's not much in the East. Yeah, because think about it. You're t- oh, wait, I just want to get into my top my top f- four teams. Okay. Number one, I have the Raptors. Number two, I have the Bucks. Number three, I have the Celtics. And number four, I have the Sixers. I just feel like 
the Sixers aren't going to produce in the playoffs. I feel like they're going to have too much pressure on them. I just don't. And like with the whole that. re-signing thing, not re-signing thing. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like they're going to have too much pressure. A lot of money. And there's a small window before Ben Simmons starts. Yeah, yeah. Before he gets his money. Well, so I just want I want to ask you, Sean. Besides the Bucks, Raptors, Sixers, and Celtics, what are the bottom four teams? Bottom four? Because after the Pacers lost Oladipo, I think they're still going to be in, honestly. Maybe. I have the heat ahead of them, though. As long as they keep just... I know Hmm. it's hard without Oladipo, without your big star. Miles Turner's going to turn up. I I believe they're at least going to... Make it to the eight, at least an eight seed or something like that. Well, I, I, I keep it, keep an low. eye on the Heat, and obviously Kemba Walker might will likely carry Hornets into the playoffs. I, yeah. I, I remember last episode I was talking about how the Wizards, I think they're going to make it into the playoffs. No. But after this the trade deadline, trade. they're they're done. They're. No. Oh, and I wanted to talk about the Auto Porter trade. What do you think? How do you think that trade benefits both teams? Well, great great pickup by the Bulls. Interesting pickup. To say though, he's overpaid, but he's a great player. No, he's he, not a great player, but he he's gives a, he gives your team a little bit jack of all trades, master of none, basically. Um, I the the Wizards obviously. I never thought of the Auto Porter like that. That's actually very true. He's literally he could give you a little bit of everything, but he's not amazing at one certain yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, what do you guys think about Markel Fultz? For Jonathan Simmons, I mean, I think that's well. If that turns, if Markel turns out to be the player everyone thought he was going to be before he started not knowing how to shoot, um, th- this could be a dangerous. He could be a dangerous player for the Orlando. The Magic needed a point guard. I mean, Markel, and Fultz. I think it's worth the risk. I mean, they didn't lose much in Jonathan Simmons, and the 76ers upgraded their backcourt. Wait, so I just want to talk about this real quick. Notice how the top four teams in the Eastern Conference all made a move. Yeah. That means that they well, are no, not those, well, going. The Celtics all, didn't. Well, the Celtics they made are, a small move. The I mean, Celtics want to get Shabari Bird <laughs> to the Hawks. I mean, the the Celtics want to get and his cancer. Oh. Well. So I thought that was a very good deal. Yeah. Not everything is done yet. Just yeah. The, trades. It's not, yeah, there's a lot of players that got released. By there's the like a 95 percent chance that they land and his cancer. Yeah. So let's just assume that that's gonna happen. Say, so think about it. Green. The Raptors got Marcus All. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Sixers, who we're about to talk about, got Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. The Bucks get Miritich, and the Celtics are. We're assuming that they get Ennis Cantor. Which one I'm, is gonna? I'm, 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 I'm which one is gonna benefit each most. team the most? Which one is gonna help get over the hump the most? Which player? I feel like Gasol. I feel like I gotta agree with Sean on that. Gasol. The way he's, listen, I he's technically old in the NBA, yeah, being a thirty-year-old, but he's still producing a lot. For he's what you ver- he, guys. You already know what's coming. He's a very solid player. He very. I think he's <laughs> a little more than solid in my opinion. Extra solid. Extra solid. <laughs> extra, extra solid. What is happening? <laughs> All right, so. How about you? Tobias Harris is also a great addition to the 76ers. I, in my opinion. Like, All right, I just wanted to, I wanted to uh, bring up this. Mm-hmm. Who are the winners and the losers of each trade? So let's go trade by trade. Uh, the Raptors and the Grizzlies. Who's the winner? Who's the loser? Raptors, Grizzlies, Raptors win. Yeah, Raptors. Because think yeah. about that. The Jonas Grizzlies Valanchunas. got the Grizzlies got Valanciunas, Delon Wright, and CJ Miles. CJ Miles. Miles. That's not really going to help them for their future. I mean, yeah. I guess I mean, they're, De- tank, they're sort of tanking. Delon Wright. 
is a good player. I like DeLon Wright a lot. He's he's a point guard that's shaped like a small phone, yeah. which you don't get that very often. Yeah. But he can't really shoot. He's not that good of a playmaker. Like, he's just big. That's yeah. all he is. And... Valanciunas, he's a good, he's a great player. I don't think that I think that he's one of the most underrated. Oh yeah, big man. I definitely league. agree. I with think that. he's a little bit overpaid. Maybe he's fair for what he is. And then, but he's not really gonna help him. He's twenty seven years yeah. old, and I think that Jonas Valanciunas is actually gonna really help complement Jaron Jackson, which is Sean's. Yeah. Like one of. Sean's I think I'm a fantasy rookies. team. So, <laughs> I think that that was a very good fair trade rookie. for the Raptors and. I think it just depends on how the Grizzlies do in the next three years to see how this trade pans out. But right now, I think the Raptors are the winners and the Grizzlies are the losers. Okay, so next is the Magic and the Sixers. I feel like it's a win-win. For well, yeah, both. win-win. Win-win mm-hmm. for both teams, right? Do you agree with that? I mean, there's both two. The the Witch Call upgraded their bench, which they needed bench help. Yeah, Jonathan and, Simmons helps and, a lot. And the Magic got a point guard, which they also needed. Markel so, Fultz win-win. can still. Develop. Yeah. Okay. He's only twenty years old in the NBA. But what I've seen, especially those free throw videos, man. Oh my god. Give me a break. And how you? Yeah. Exactly. Um. How this guy's playing is not what the 76ers were expecting at all. He went number one overall, I believe. Right. Yep. I number like- one overall in this. And it's. And yeah, it's looked really. Bad. It looked really dry. The reason why I think that he's like this is because all of the pressure that the Sixers, yeah. the, that the Sixers put on him. They basically the said, here, Markel, we traded up for you. You need to be our franchise player. But he wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. yeah. He, he played year only. He played with Washington, Yeah. who had a terrible record. Did, yeah. they, did they make the tourney? I don't think they did, no, right? No, no. He, he literally was not in a position to do anything big, and they rushed him. Yeah. And... Then he got injured, and then all of this piled on top is what made Markel Fultz the, the way he is now. But I feel like the Orlando Magic took a chance, which they need to do. The Orlando Magic have not had a good point guard since Penny Hardaway. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. what do you even do anymore? Like you just At least you can take a chance and say that you did, and not say that, okay, we need a point guard, we went out and got it. If it doesn't work out, then oh, so well. We, we, we only gave up Jonathan Simmons. Mm-hmm. Win-win. And, yeah. yeah, so it's a win-win, but... I mean, Jonathan Simmons, he's... All right. Solid, as mm. Sean says. Right. I mean, less, maybe yeah. a little less than yeah. solid. Yeah, but it's a win-win. And yeah. I, I just want to talk about this Bucks trade real quick. Can I just go on a little rant about this? All right. Just rant like, ahead. Real quick. Super Bowl next. Yes. Look, Nikola Mirotic is perfect. Literally perfect for what the Bucks needed. Oh. The Bucks needed a big man. Yep. Well, because they have Brooke Lopez. Yeah. But... The number one thing that the Bucks have is shooting. Yeah. That's it's, literally they revolve their team around, around Giannis and shooting. shooting. Isn't he having like a career year? Well, with, he with got the he's been hurt. Pelicans? But like before the, the, I'm talking about before that. Oh before yeah, the hurt. first two weeks he was like an MVP mm-hmm. candidate. That's how good he was playing. And I just hope that he bounces back and does the same thing he did with the Pelicans on the Bucks. This is an amazing move by the by the Bucks, but yeah. what are the Pelicans doing? They got Stanley Johnson and <laughs> who originally was traded for Thon Maker to the who Pistons. Who is it? And Stanley Johnson and what was he? I don't even remember his name. That's how bad he is. Yeah. So they traded a good 
Very, very good player, Nicole and Mary. They didn't even have to, Stanley know, Johnson didn't even play for them. Pelicans they traded him in the Fawn Maker Stanley Pelicans Johnson deal. Need to shape up Pelicans. Well, I think it's, they're going in for a rebuild. It's you're getting Stanley Johnson and someone we can't even name. We don't even know this guy's name. He's being traded for Nikola Mirotic. Well, let's go on. Well, we talked about this for a long time. Yeah. We wanted to talk about Anthony Davis, but I'm pretty sure you guys have heard all the buzz around him. The Pelicans are looking for a way too much, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want, like, your... 70,000. Yeah, they want your... <laughs> Your twenty, your, they want your twenty seventy first, second, and third round picks. Well, that's not even a thing, <laughs> but they want like every single pick that you have, and it just I don't think I yeah, think I feel like the Pelicans, the Pelicans are being very ignorant, which I, I don't like. I saw this before, Levar Ball, Lonzo's father. They, on TV, they said something about how yeah. it may affect the Lakers of getting the chances of getting Anthony Davis, but like. He's not going to affect. No, He's not it's as not. powerful as everyone puts him out yeah. there. I mean, you can't be a daddy and just say, oh, here we go. It's I don't want him playing in uh, New Orleans. I want him playing at least in Phoenix. Like, yeah. come on. But anyway. Okay. Update. The Dolphins signed a long snapper to a one-year extension. <laughs> we finally made our big move. All right, now. Let's go. Speaking of that, let's go on to the NFL. So the the Super slower bowl. bowl. The yeah. <laughs> the boring bowl. The sleeper bowl. Whatever you want to call it, it was a pretty bad game. At the end of the day, Brady wins another ring, though. Very defensive, though. Very oh, great defense. I, I love defense. I oh. love defensive games. You're alone. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes defensive yeah, games. Yeah, I, I, I love defensive games. I mean, I, the way that the you, Rams... You couldn't have used more offense? Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the Rams played like crap. They, they yeah. really did. Jared mm-hmm. Goff was not Super Bowl ready. Jared Goff was... I mean, you can't... If it was Drew Brees, it would have been a hell of a better game. I'm going to say that. It, it was, looked too... Jared Goff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what that, noise that's, you just that's, That was my mood when I saw Jared Goff throw that pick. Oh. Right? I know it's he doesn't have any Super Bowl experience. But that's not how he played in the regular season. He, he played so much. He changed everything about him. For no reason. During that game. Exactly. For no reason. This, this is a quarterback who went, I believe, number one overall in the draft. He's a great player. I think he's almost underrated for what he is. Mm-hmm. And just how he played was just, it didn't look good at all. Yeah. It didn't at all. I mean, I, when I, when I was watching the game, I was, there was one thing on my mind. The Dolphins, I mean, the, oh my God, the Patriots defensive coordinator is now the Dolphins head coach. That's why I said that. Yeah. And I was like, dang, he looks really, really good right now. Mm-hmm. Like the Patriots don't have big name players on defense. No. They have uh, the McCourty twins. Yeah. They have Stephen Gilmore and Trey Flowers. Yeah. Who else do they have? Not much. I mean, you said Patrick Chung, but he was hurt. Vinoy. So, Vinoy. <laughs> Vinoy is probably my favorite Patriot. He's very, very good, and that's saying something because I, I hate don't all have the a Patri- favorite Patriot because I hate the Patriots, man. Once Gronk retires, I, I, I don't like him, him. Until he retires. But like, I will, was... Gronk, will Gronk retire? No. No, he, he After this year, no. Too spoiled. Well, Brian Flores, that's the name of the defensive coordinator, he played an amazing, amazing game. You know, Bill Belichick does specialize in defense, though. He's He especially yeah, but Bill runs Belich- the defensive game. Bill Belichick credited His Brian Flores for sending... Remember the blitz that Jared Goff threw the... Well, yeah, he didn't just do all the defense. Yeah, yeah. He, 
he sent the blitz, which made Jared Goff mm-hmm. throw the wait, pick. Wait, wait, wait. Bill Belichick said something to a reporter. That's, I, cool. That, that's, cool. that's breaking cool. news. All right, but those are my thoughts on it. Of course, it comes back to the Dolphins because that's I'm always going to be thinking about the Dolphins, and the defensive the both the defenses played great, including the Rams played an amazing game, oh, slowing yeah. down Tom Brady. But it's just Jared Goff and the offense were just overwhelmed, and that's Brady wins another one. It's just yep. basically um, their storybook season for the Patriots once again. Another Super Bowl victory. Um, Edelman, I, I don't know if I'm wrong or not, but didn't he have more yards than the Rams, than the Rams in total? Oh yeah, Edelman's yeah. Edelman's a Hall of Famer. No, mm. no, Edelman's a Hall of Famer. We'll see when the years go on. Edelman's a Hall All of right, Famer. We'll, we'll debate that. That's yeah. debatable. But moving oh. on to the MLB, JT Romuto traded to the Phillies for like, the Phillies' top prospect. Can we talk about how good of a week this is in sports? It is. Romuto awesome. gets traded. The trade deadline is fantastic, and the we're Super not even Bowl. talking about the All-Star, NBA All Star draft. That, that was, it was not even was, important at this, this point. This was such <laughs> a good this was such a good sports week that this was literally irrelevant. Yeah, like the sports the draft didn't even matter. Yeah, but let's go on to the trade. What are, All, what are your thoughts? So my thoughts on this, JT Remuto. I thought it was an excellent trade. Yeah, uh, you Phillies yeah. traded their number one. Not, not if you're a Mets fan, but yeah. Yeah, Phillies traded their number one I prospect. Talk about it. Ryan <laughs> pitcher Sixto Sanchez. That's great. I mean, the Marlins need something because you see their rotation right now. It's some of it's young, and yeah. you need you need more weapons in there. And you also get Jorge Alfaro. Um, you know he's right. he's all right. He's he's decent. All right. Yeah, he's all right. I don't follow baseball prospects, so I have no idea who these people are. Sixto Sanchez. He's, was he's our best. The Phillies' best, best prospect. prospect. Yeah, well, and anymore. to get JT Realmuto, I think. It was worth it because, yeah. like you saw last year, JT Remuto had career year, first All Star game only, only Marlin of course, but yeah, it I was just a good game. Good deal. throughout. I don't remember. I mean, I don't know if you guys, was a very I don't know if you guys remember two uh, podcasts ago we talked about the top teams in the NL East. Mm-hmm. Phillies are first. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Phillies are first. This year, I this is what I believe. Phillies are first. Braves are a close second by like two. They're games, gonna be down. At, they're gonna be. It's gonna in come down to October by two points. I mean, it, I was I mean, gonna, why did I say two two games? It's gonna come down to September. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins those clutch divisional games is gonna be the person that is gonna be the team that gets first. I think the Mets are gonna get third. The the Nationals are gonna get fourth, and Marlins the last. the Marlins are gonna be last, of course. But they're in a huge rebuild mode. The I was looking at the Vegas odds. They had the Washington Nationals as the best odds in the NL East. I thought that that yeah, was crazy. very, very odd. Mm-hmm. And they had the Phillies, the Braves, and the Mets all tied. But this was before the Romuto trade. So I don't know if it changed since then, but that's ridiculous to me that the Nationals were even a thought to be first. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. You never know. Cause yeah, the NL these East some teams could surprise you. Okay? Well, the Brewers... Last year, or two years ago, I should say, they were about, like, they were the worst team that didn't make the playoffs. They were the best team that didn't make the playoffs. Who? The Brewers. The Brewers were probably the best team that didn't make the playoffs two years ago. Last year, they got Christian Yelich, NL MVP, Mm -hmm. and they signed Lorenzo, they got Lorenzo Cain. 
It was the, the Brewers were yes. The Brewers are making lots of moves, and that turned out as great. And NL um, what's the word? What's the NL uh, cha- Champ, championship champs, division game? Champions. Yeah, division championship or championship. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, if you're an Orioles fan, um, which is me, uh, I'm sure y'all, Not many you guys are, <laughs> you guys are upset because Frank Robinson died. In my opinion, he's one of the most underrated Hall of Famers in the Hall of Fame. It's yeah. just, it was just a, he was just a great player too. He won one with the in the National League, won an MVP in the with the Orioles. Suit a World Series MVP. Two he was time just, triple crown winner. Yes, two yeah. time triple crown. He's I, he's so underrated as a Hall of Famer. It's yeah. it's crazy. Everybody, and he was one of the first you know, players he, for the black people in baseball. I found this Everyone out. knows Jackie Robinson, but Brooks Robinson wasn't too far behind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When I, I found this out the other day. When Brooke when why did I say Brooks? Uh, yeah, I meant yeah, I meant when Frank's yeah. when Frank Robinson. I meant Frank Robinson. Well they both played on the same he, team actually. Yeah, yeah, they two great Robinsons, by the way. Yeah. Two great. Frank. Um when Frank retired, he was only he was behind Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, and um Hank Aaron for home runs. W- would you guys believe that? Like it's what a, he was just a great player all throughout when he was with the Orioles back then when the Orioles were actually pretty yeah. good. Well, yeah. the reason why he's overshadowed is because he played in a time where there was Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, Roberto Clemente, Mickey Mantle. Like these are all Brooks. amazing players, and they all played at the same time. And I was listening to. Mike Francesa the other day with Sean oh does not God. like. I hate Mike Francesa. I don't know why. This is the Michael K show. It's so much better. Yeah. I would definitely no, it is take not. Michael K show. Mike Francesa is a million times better. Mike Francesa is... Sorry. What is the reason why Mike Francesa is did Wait, other day, didn't he say Steph Curry and Kevin Durant were not stars? Didn't he say no, that one he, time? Well, at Radio Row for the Super Bowl week, he, he said he's not going to have any players promote their products. What did he spend the whole week doing? Have players promote their products on his show. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's fine. But Donald Greca, Michael K, Peter Rosenberg's best sports analysis, three to five. You guys are hating on my Francesca for no reason. But <laughs> I'm gonna go back into what I was trying to say before I was interrupted by all the Michael Case. Uh, I mean, all the Mike Francesca slander. He talked about how, uh, what's his name? Why am I forgetting his name? Robinson mm-hmm. is better than Roberto Clemente. And I thought mm-hmm. that that was interesting to debate, but it's hard to say, to be honest. Yeah, because we, we didn't watch it, so it's not like we could yeah. be yeah. like, yeah, definitely this. I but mean, if you ask your parents or grandparents who really follow baseball, they would they they could tell you. Yeah, but, but I mean, my family's gonna be biased because um, my family's Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican, so I can't really ask but my parents about he'll, that. He'll be missed. Yeah, he will be missed, but. Yes, well, this Greg is Robinson will. This has probably been the longest show that we've had in a it's long a time. So just I think s- we sh- I think we should wrap it up. Yep. Yep. So much information. Rip in the chat for Frank Robinson. Yeah. And thanks guys for watching. Sign off for now, Sean. Let's go, Ryan. Mets. Game. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>